0: You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 466, Savage Sanctuary. Welcome to episode 466 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I am Paul French, and today, oh, it was it, it was a choice. I had to go between Cub Kid, because Ella <laughs> starts Cubs tomorrow, and I spent much Aww. of yesterday getting her Cub uni- her Cub Scout uniform, which is ridiculously cute, and, you know, it's got that whole lone wolf thing going on, right?
1: Well, totally, yeah.
0: But I feel that I must go with <coughs> Dragon Dude. Oh? Hmm? Yeah, I, um, I was, uh, yesterday, stopped by um, my favorite comic book store's 19th birthday. Oh. And, you know, because who says, who says anniversaries should only be celebrated on zeros and fives, first of all? Th- this is true, yeah. Correct. But another part of the reason for, for this is because you guys may not be aware of this, but <laughs> up here, the legal drinking age is 19. Ah, so since the store is now legal to drink, they ah, actually gotcha. <laughs> they got together with one of the local breweries and they made um, a fire breather ale. And um, and so it's a it's a beautiful, dark, spicy ale and uh, and uh, that they made with uh, with Stonehammer Brewery uh, out here in Guelph.
1: And you have dwarves in Guelph.
0: Ah, yes. Yes. And, um, and so, they, they had, uh, so, they, so they made this beer and it's actually in a bunch of uh, bars around the area and um, has a cool can with, a, with the, the dragon symbol on it and a little talk about sort of what the, what the store is and, um, and what the beer is. And my favorite thing, a disclaimer that says no actual dragons were harmed in the making of this beer. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. So they, they had a little celebration last night, and uh, and so I went to it. And you know, the thing is, this is this store big big on on being completely inclusive of, of of all ages, everyone. You know, and it's such a such a great store. And they actually opened a second store in the on the other side of town uh, earlier this year. And you know, it's it's where I'm struck where where you know any great comic book store, it starts at the top. Uh-huh. And, uh, and so I'm talking with, with Jen Haynes, who is the owner of the store. And, uh, and she's saying, that, you know, she's talking about this book that she read that she got from First Second. It's called Mighty Jack. And uh, and it's kind of a uh, you know a variation on the Jack and the Beanstalk uh, thing, and okay. she's and and she's talking about how she's on her way to Comic Con and how they, they had sent her an advance copy, and she was so like overjoyed about I got to read an advance copy, and I thought to, and I thought to <laughs> myself it's like she's been in this business for nineteen years, most people get jaded as all heck about that kind of stuff. True. It becomes just assumed. She was giddy about getting the advanced copy of this book. <laughs> Literally Aww. giddy. And I and I just stopped her for a second. I'm like, you know, this is why. <laughs> like, this is why you are successful. This is why you guys won an Eisner. You know? Mm-hmm. This is why. Because you They're still happy. take joy in comics yeah. and in in getting comics out to people and all all those great things. And um, yeah, so I just wanted to give a shout-out to my favorite comic book store, The Dragon in Guelph. Folks, if you are in the area, you got to go in there. Um, in fact, if you're in the area and you're a comics fan, I can't believe that you haven't been there. And uh, so, so you do need to check it out. It is, uh, it's, a, it's a fantastic store, and, uh, and uh, I raise a glass to them. Fair enough. Uh, I glass don't actually, raised. I don't actually have a glass. I have a, uh, just a can. <laughs> A can?
1: <laughs> it's raised, it's raised you, Did you raise your can to them, Paul? I, that's oh my, my, oh my No. Yeah. See, no. see, you <laughs>
0: took something nice and made it dirty Yeah. Because it's what I do <laughs> This is true, this is true He does it so well And speaking of which, over to
1: you, sir Hi everybody, I am Darren O'Well And tonight I am <sighs> Still with the Con Crud Kid hey. I've got this cough, it won't go away It's irritating the crap out of me so if you hear me cough, <clears throat> like that, or try to clear my throat, yep, I'm fine. It's just the cough has not gone elsewhere. Uh-huh. I'm trying to send it elsewhere. It's refusing to cooperate with me. So that's what's going on with me this week. Not yeah. a lot, actually. I did laundry today. Yeah, Woo-hoo. Oh, look at you. Eh. I know. It was exciting. I did go to a Togo party Friday. That was kind of fun. Nice. Toga, Toga, Toga. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that was fun but yeah it was it was a very nice relaxed weekend which is good because i have a feeling i'm gonna need it for work this week so uh yes you know it that and travis
2: how are you uh i'm good i've got a little bit of a cold too so if the coughing may be me as mm-hmm. well who knows um but today i am peewee football lad oh. um saturday i went over to the great state of mississippi
1: oh dear lord <laughs> to
2: go see my mom Yeah. and uh while we we're before i went over there she told me that uh my cousin's little boy was going to be playing a peewee football game near her house and she said hey you want to go over and see him I'm like yeah hey, why not so i went there and it's eight and nine year olds playing and i guess i just wasn't expecting it but uh some of the parents there are insane. They get right up on the fences screaming at these kids, expecting them to be like NFL players pulling off crazy plays and they're eight or nine years old and I I just wanted to tell them all to calm down.
1: hmm Amen. <clears throat> <clears throat> well well, Travis, when you have nothing else to do.
2: I, I guess so. <laughs> I guess
0: so. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been reading uh the image book southern bastards over the last uh over the last <coughs> week
1: that must and be really a big look. book that must be a big book because there's <laughs> a lot of southern bastards i'm just gonna say that right now well i don't know if as I... a southerner there are a ton of southern bastards out
0: there yeah i don't it's... know if either of you have read it but it's um i have yeah wow <laughs> I, I just finished the second volume last night and uh yeah, hell of a book, but yes the the whole uh, the whole uh, football ob- obsession and um... oh my
1: god, you have no idea. I, you're yeah, right. The, I, you're the right. Second religion behind I... religion. So there you go.
0: And hey, I, I grew up in Canada. You know, it is uh, the 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 obsession with hockey is is fairly strong here, but mm-hmm. not to that degree. No,
1: it's it's crazy. It's
0: close, <laughs> but it's not quite that.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I think some courts. Up in more liberal areas, we actually charge these parents for verbal child abuse. Wow, the things that they yell at their kids—you know, crazy. Just oh, it's completely crazy, completely. Hey,
0: speaking of people yelling at people, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm yelling at myself because I made a mistake last week. No, it say it didn't so. Uh, hey, 466 episodes. It was bound to happen sometime.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fine, fine, so last enough, week, enough.
0: when we were talking about Len Wein, I was talking about the second series of Swamp Thing,
2: mm-hmm. which is
0: the one that eventually became the Alan Moore series and yeah. eventually became the Vertigo series. Beyond that, I, I said that the first bunch of issues were written by uh, Len Wein. That wasn't the case. Though Len wrote the original series and, of course, created the character, he was the editor on that book. Mm. Um, and and so he first edited uh, writer Marty Pasco, who wrote the first bunch of issues, and then um, and then later, um, of course, Alan Moore came on on the book uh, with the anatomy lesson, and so I I, I, I hastened to point this out, and uh, and thanks to uh, to Martin Gray for pointing out, out to me, and as soon as he said it, I was like, oh, that's right, of course. So, my apologies to Marty Pasco for not crediting him on that as well. Um uh just a follow up to our discussion of of uh, of Lemween last week. Uh, uh uh Paul Levitz did a week of ween on his Facebook uh, uh page this uh this week and it was a fascinating look at behind the behind the scenes of the comic business just of of mm. some of the uh you know, he had mentioned in his in his um in his tribute to him last week, about how they were often at odds, and uh, and that's because Len was the ed- the editor who was who would uh, would would scrape by deadlines in the in the interest of quality. You know, it's like, hey, if Alan says he needs more time to write Swamp Thing, he needs more damn time to write Swamp Thing. Or mm. if uh, if Marvin, George are taking their time on that Titans <coughs> issue, it's gonna be damn good. So you'll just have to wait for it. And of course, Levitt's job was make sure the trains run on time. Yep. You know, he was the scheduling guy. And so they used to get into this all the time. And there's a, there's a great story about how um, they had this furious argument in front mm. of, uh, of writer Mike W. Barr. Uh, of course, we know him as the guy from, who wrote The Outsiders, yep. um, uh, among many, many other things. But so uh, so they had this, this you know, just knockdown drag out. And then they closed their notebooks at the end of the meeting. And Len said, said to Paul, okay, so where are we going for lunch? And and Barr was like he was just shocked and he, he, he says to him, he's like he's like How can you have how can you guys fight like that and then still and then, go to lunch? And, then and then still be friends. And he goes, Well that's and, and, and Len just looked at him and said, Well well that's easy. He he's like, I I I have no problem with Paul. Paul has no problem with, with him. That argument was just my job arguing with Paul's
1: job. It's a good way to compartmentalize it,
0: ain't it? Uh, mm-hmm. Like, like it, it really is, it, you know. Uh, and, and and so so and there were anyway. So there were of course he did one for each uh, for each weekday and uh, and they were great. It was it was awesome to uh, to just get some of these little little anecdotes of the behind the scenes uh, of back in the day. So indeed,
2: yeah. Okay, uh, speaking of Lynn, um, I just saw on Twitter if for those who don't know the Emmys are going on tonight. Ah, oh, yes. And uh, Dan Evans, who I believe still works at DC Comics with their uh, media division, uh, he said he tried to get Lynn Wing in uh, for the memorial section, but it was too close to the air date, and he wasn't able to.
0: Yeah. Mm. For,
2: for those who don't know, he wrote a lot of TV as well.
0: Oh, yeah. Wrote a ton of... Uh, well, uh, uh, it's, yeah, I mean, it's it's just a ton of stuff. I mean, like we said, you know, there's a bunch of... Uh, of uh, of animated shows for sure and um
2: yeah going all the way back to the Transformers cartoon in the 80s wow
1: yeah well i
2: mean a lot of the
1: guys who used to write comics you know when we were growing up as kids are writing a ton of TV now i mean yeah. doesn't jerry conway write a law and order episode every to. week or something yeah, well he, u- oh, he, he used, used to. to many years ago yeah but okay. uh, yeah so yeah and I know Mark Evanier did all those Garfield cartoons back in the eighties or or edited them or something.
0: That's right. And and once upon a time he was a writer on uh Welcome Back Cotter. Ooh. Wow. Mr. Cotter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so so you know, Len, Len wrote stuff like uh, of, of course, um on on Ben Ten
1: for years as well. Mm. And um Which is really Ultra Boy with a watch, but we won't go there. (laughs) (laughs) Is that right? Hi, Josh. How are you? (laughs) There
0: you go. There you go. There you go. All right. So, can
1: only use one alien at a time. It was the dial H for hero dial. It's like that combined with Our Man, combined with a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah.
0: Um hey some uh, just a, in in other sort of random stuff. Um we've talked in the past about the um uh the the upcoming show Krypton. Mhm. And um of course uh, starring Seagull,
1: <laughs> Superman's <coughs> grandfather. Um and, Can we change his name from anything that doesn't sound like C Kyle? Doesn't
0: it a little bit? Like I get, I get what you're trying to do. However, <laughs> but I sometimes think you land on the other side of it. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, but they've they've cast <clears throat> Adam Strange.
1: Oh really? Yeah, sweet. So who uh, is Adam Strange today?
0: Uh, it is uh, Sean Sippos, who used to be in the uh, the reboot of Melrose Place. Um, he, he's probably done oh. other stuff. God, I would hope, because that was a while back. Um, so. Yeah. Um, but, but anyway, so they had announced that uh, Adam Strange would be involved um, in that uh, Adam Strange and an as yet uncast Hawkwoman would travel back in time and space in an attempt to stop a conspiracy to prevent the creation of Superman on modern day Earth. Oh, goodness. And um, mm. so he's the guy who will be playing uh, Adam Strange.
1: It's a C-O-N-spiracy, my brother. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That ain't right. Ain't right. And
0: we're only, we're, we're only sort of a handful of issues away from someone else traveling back in time to, uh, to, to uh, uh, pre-destruct, pre-destruction Krypton. Because mm. um, you know, I think that's in 255, if I remember correctly.
1: Ah. Uh. Or somewhere around there. As long as someone doesn't get a plant, I think it'll be fine.
0: <laughs> Indeed. All right. So, um, hey, why don't we get to the issue? Okay. Eh. Um, this one was kind that of... That seems
1: like a fine idea, Paul.
0: Indeed. Um, and I think oh, that... Oh, go Before
1: ahead. we get to the issue, I have one thing. I've been reading uh, the IDW series Clue. If you're a fan yes. of Clue at all... It's on issue four. Pick that series up when, when because I was, it yeah. is hilarious.
0: When I was at the Dragon yesterday, I saw issues issues three and four, but they didn't have one and two. And I was like, oh. yeah, so I decided oh, it's I will hilarious. I will it's hilarious. It cool.
1: Communism is never a red herring, is a line in the book. <laughs> red herring. <laughs> so, you know, it, it does a lot of fun callbacks to a lot of fun stuff. So nice. Awesome.
0: All right. <laughs> So, the issue that we are dealing with tonight is Superboy and the Legion of Superheroes, number 247. What? What? That's right. That number means something, right, Paul? It does indeed. Of course, that is a kind of hearkening back to uh, the issue of Adventure Comics in which the Legion was introduced, which was, of course, 247. Mm -hmm. And, um... So it talks about their two hundred and forty seventh anniversary,
1: before close and after close.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, two forty seventh anniversary special, um, and um, so we'll kind of get to some of that in um, uh, when, when, when we get to to that that story in the issue um but but basically yeah this was sort of a way of acknowledging that uh that that sort of tie-in <laughs> now th- i guess this would have been actually sort of what the uh so from 58 this would be 78 so so it would have been about 20 years uh, mm-hmm. at, at this stage if not exactly
1: um oh i'm sure it wasn't exact come on yeah
0: but but nice to uh, <laughs> nice to just uh have the uh, you know have the sort of acknowledgement uh of of the issue numbers you know people oh, totally. who people who, who pay attention uh, will know that when uh, when i post the episode the time is always at 2:47
1: in the morning that's because we're up at 2:47 in the morning well, doing this right there
0: there, there are times there, there are, are times <laughs> yeah
1: indeed um
0: so yeah so this would have been this would have come out toward the end of 1978 so appropriate to uh, to acknowledge the the 20th anniversary in, in such a way and mm. kind of neat to have that um, you know usually it takes a lot longer to get to the 247th issue of a book um, fortunately Superboy <laughs> had given them a head start
1: he did a lot of the heavy lifting really
0: he really did he really did um, so we look at the cover here, and we have, of course, a knockdown dragout between uh, Legionnaires and the Fatal Five. And um, we see Element Lad, Superboy, and Colossal Boy uh, all, all kicking various uh, Legion butt, although uh, eh, Superboy seems to be having his challenge. But, uh, you know, we've got um, uh, Colossal Boy give, giving a punch to Validus. And uh, and all that kind of stuff. And it, it says this alien has no superpowers. How can he halt the titanic battle between the Legion and the Fatal Five? Mm. And it is important to note that the planet that they went to in this issue um, it, it would would of course make an appearance later on. That's right, Omen and Prophet,
1: kids. Yeah, this, remember that. This is All-time that place. Yeah. It's a classic, all right. <laughs> one, of,
0: one of the greatest stories ever told about omens and prophets. Uh,
1: we'll leave it there.
0: Yeah, yeah. We did try. We tried. We tried going back to that. We did. Yep, we we did. It, we gave it its, its space. Um, okay. All right. So uh, we open on <laughs> Superboy. Uh, It says that cowardice is a concept all but alien to this brave youth. He has traversed the universe from end to end and traveled in the infinite passageways of time in his relentless pursuit of truth and justice. Yet now he streaks through the star-dappled vastness of space as one defeated, having left two of his closest comrades behind him at the mercy of his deadliest enemies. He is not very proud of himself for having done this, and he intends to make amends as only the boy of steel can.
1: Oh, It's
0: own. And this issue is, of course, brought to us by Len Wein, writer Joe Staton, and Jack Abel are the illustrators. Ben Oda, the letterist, letterist. yes, letterist. letterist. (laughs) Um, uh, Glennis Wein is the colorist, and Jack C. Harris is the editor. And uh, and he says that it should never have happened. So we get the little the little uh, recap, and so this is, of course, Corvan 4, which we will see again in Open and Profit. These guys can't catch a break, basically.
2: No, um, no, they can't. Yeah. So, Mm-mm.
0: Persuader first arrived on Earth as delegates uh, from this planet, and uh, he says they should have known that there was trouble ahead. Uh, of course, the Legion had battled the Fatal Five before, and, um, but then the old, their old foes uh, convinced them of their sincerity. Apparently, the Fatal Five had stumbled upon Corvan IV in their travels and used their advanced science to forge the technology of the prim- primitive planet ahead by centuries. When we rejected the Fatal Five's application for UP membership because of the culture shock their tampering had caused, they reverted of course, of failing to observe the Prime Directive, uh, they, yeah. re- they reverted to type. And he says, and I was the only one who managed to escape them. Now I've got to track down the rest of the Legion, return to Corvan 4 with reinforcements before the Fatal Five can kill Colossal Boy and Element Lad. We're just lucky two of the five are still locked in an earthly prison. Or the entire, uh, or the uh, Legion might, uh, the Legion entire might not be able to stop them. Uh, and and uh, so um so as as mano and um and uh, persuader. persuader sorry i was just uh looking up at the top of the page and (laughs) Um, uh, are sitting in, are cooling their, their heels in the cell. And uh, he says, how much longer must we endure this, this cursed waiting persuader? He says, does it really matter Mano? After all the endless years of being hunted like vicious animals, isn't it worth a little wait to finally gain a home? And then they get the, uh, they get a a telepathic call from, uh, from Therok. Mano, persuader, we need you beside us. The Legion has betrayed us what a telepathic message from Therok curse those engineers I knew they could not be trusted and he uh, and he yeah, he you know he gets the old destructive hand out there and um, scroom and they say quickly sound the, the alarm Mano and the persuader are escaping says, we surrendered ourselves to the UP as a sign of our good intentions but if they think to hold us here against our will then they're bigger fools than we ever took them for
1: Mano's no. actually using his hand as a ray gun there, and that's not right. Mm. Just saying.
0: Maybe he got better at using his... Uh... No, no. If I'm he did sure that, there would...
1: then there's no reason why he wouldn't have killed, like, five Legionnaires. So. Well, yeah. But, you know, I, I, I
0: think... I, Except for I, bad aim. I think yeah. we get into that that area where it's like the... Um, you know, you would hear about the oh, and I learned how to focus this power and...
1: Uh, oh, yeah, mm, yes. Mm, focus
2: mm, that power. Mm. Yeah, Or like um, the one issue where Validus talked.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <clears throat> um, but that's okay because he's also got a, uh, um, a telepathic uh, summons uh, with the at- atomic axe, too. Um, he says, now that I've used it to cut the grip of the gravity upon us, we're free again. Free! I well,
1: love the fact that his axe can do
0: that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, well, thousands of light years away, he, um, totally. he said, uh, Superboy is like, I've been transmitting an SOS for several minutes now, but I haven't been able to pick up any sort of response on my telepathic earplug. So he's concerned that the Legionnaires that are on deep space missions are out of the mental range. It says even if they did respond, it would take them several hours or more to reach Corvan 4. And by then, Colossal Boy and Element Lad might be long dead. If anyone's going to save oh. them now, it looks like it'll have to be me, all by my lonesome.
1: All by myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't want to be.
0: Oh, sorry. <laughs> all good, all good. So... um But it's okay, because they've got them tied up. You know, they're not going to kill them right away. They've got monologuing to do, or triloguing to do. Um, Mmm,
1: monologuing.
0: You know you won't get away with this, don't you? Will you listen to his trite cliches? I still don't see why we can't eliminate the two of them now, Therok. Patience, my dear Emerald Empress. Mano and the Persuader will be rejoining us soon, and there will be quite enough time then to make our decisions. And in the meantime? In the meantime, that stasis cell shall contain our reluctant guests quite comfortably. And
1: mm. and there he is there talking. There he is,
0: Validus. <laughs> no, we should kill them. Kill them now.
2: <laughs> it's Solomon Grundy hates super friends. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> and it looks like he has eyes.
1: Yes. It does kind of look like he's got oh, eyes Oh, no, back he there.
0: definitely does. Yeah. Mm. Um Yeah.
1: This is a this is a reboot <laughs> Validus. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um Really, Validus, you should try to control your more destructive tendencies. Really, Therok? Really?
1: Yeah, seriously.
0: I have a far more imaginative fate in store for these hapless legionnaires. All we do now is wait. Yay for hapless
1: legionnaires everywhere.
0: Hapless legionnaires. So Superboy's concerned about being able to uh, um, attack them again and... um, make this happen so he's gonna have to come up with a plan oh what a great idea um since the greatest single greatest threat, threat against me is the uh, the emerald empress's mystic eye i'll have it'll have to be neutralized before i can attack <clears throat> the first time i met the empress the eye had been weakened by exposure to kryptonite oh good see that's easy for him to use um uh-huh. and according to my telescopic vision there's a good sized chunk of the stuff in that in the thick of that passing meteor storm um and uh, he says, problem is, I can't come close to that X meteor without it sapping my super strength as well. But if I handle this right, maybe I won't have to. And so he uh, does some some trajectory angle cal- calculation, and he uh, gets the w- figures out where the eye is, and he does a bank shot, and uh, basically gets the ball rolling. And um, meanwhile, back to the Sanctuary of the Fatal Five, the Emerald Empress rants on... <laughs> I uh, of to course wa- she yeah. does. I begin to wonder if Therok is truly worthy of leading us, Validus. <coughs> I say the Legionnaires should be slain, and now she is unaware of the glowing green meteor hur- hurtling through space toward her. She's unaware of the imminent, imminent danger she uh, faces. Every second we allow them to live be- brings us that much closer to our own destruction. In point <coughs> of fact, she is una- una- unaware of anything save her own anger and frustration until it is far too late. And so... The, um, crypto- the kryptonite uh, meteor uh, ricochets the eye away. And the empathic en- uh, agony felt by the Emerald Empress <laughs> brings her to the very brink of sheer insanity. Eh, mm. it wasn't that far to go.
1: No, she didn't have far <laughs> yeah. to go at all, actually.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's a short trip. The pain, by the, the pain. She's Captain, I name. sense
1: pain. And <laughs> PMS.
0: Uh, by the silver <laughs> sun of Vengar, I can't believe The pain. And he's like, okay, looks like I took two, uh, care of two deadly birds with one green glowing stone. Validus is buried beneath the rubble of the meteor crash.
1: Well, that's convenient.
0: Yes. Uh, and the injured emerald eye is cromming off into space like a beaten dog with its tail between its legs. So if I'm going to make a move, there'll never be a better time. Party's over, Empress. Why not release uh, Colossal Boy and Element lad while you still can? Chris, you, Superboy, you hurt my precious eye. There was a time I found myself attracted to you, but after what you've just done to me, I'll gladly kill you. Kill you! Says, huh. uh, the Empress is almost out of, out of her mind with, uh, with anger. Uh, a little burst of super breath should stop her from uh, hurting herself or me.
1: <coughs> okay, I'm looking at Valadus's eyes in that bottom left panel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And I'm like, yeah, see? Yeah, we'll take you down, Superboy. Yeah. Oh, take a drink. I know, right? Yeah. Nice. I had to put one in here somewhere because that's there's not right. a lot of consuming going on.
0: It really isn't
1: given all the, all the hitting. I've um, been very, very, light on the FX What was here. he
0: really worried about her doing to him? Given that she doesn't have the eye.
1: It sounds like date rape. <laughs> <sighs>
2: uh,
0: I, uh, yeah. I just can't figure that I out. Mean,
1: she is like, I used to be attracted to you, but now I'll kill you. That's yeah, like, yeah. that's like stalker 101 right there.
0: Oh, definitely, but you know, again, what can she do to Superboy? Um, <clears throat> snoo
1: snooze. death by snoo steam. Damn, uh, what a way mm. to go. Futurama um, <laughs> reference, kids, go look it up. Not at work. Yeah, no. <laughs>
0: Slammed against no. the rubble by that single savage, uh, savage gust, the Emerald Empress sighs softly and sinks into unconsciousness. Even as the monstrous Validus at last rouses himself, now you die.
1: Uh oh. Now you die, see? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: see? Take a drink. Um, <laughs> elsewhere in the sanctuary, uh, Therok is suddenly, hey, my audio sensor's picking up the sounds of a struggle. Um, and, and, he said, and Colossal Boy it's got to be Superboy. He returned with reinforcements. And Element Lad says, if only the stas- this uh, status cell didn't uh, prevent us from using our powers. And, um, and Therok says, but since it does, you two will keep while I go to investigate. Validus <clears throat> is stand still and die. Uh, yeah, this is rough. Um, an, yeah, an angry Validus an is, yeah. is like an erupting super volcano. I uh, <clears throat> don't know if all my power can subdue him, but I do know I have to try. I'm still the only hope my two Legion buddies have. So come on, big boy, come and get me if you can. <laughs> but you do well to remember the old adage we have back on Earth. It goes, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. It may not be the most original thought in the universe, but it certainly makes its point. And mm. his, Yeah, so he, he takes uh, Validus out. Um, and uh, they, hear, they can hear the sound of, uh, of Validus screaming across uh, the face of, of Corvam 4, sending some of the planet's simple inhabitants scurrying for shelter, even
1: as others take to the streets. Oh! When face, the Prophet gets here, it'll be much better than this. So much
0: better. <laughs> uh, their face is twisted by shock and concern. While the, meanwhile in the Fatal Five's battle torn haven, his sh- sh- shuddering walls threaten to collapse and in ruin into ruin around him. Therok says, I've got to end this conflict before it's too late, before Validus in his blind rage destroys us all. Rage! Yes, but in the subterranean depths, it's already too late. The whining generators, which provide power for the building above, begin to buckle under the strain.
2: Mm. And that, of
0: course, uh, means that the power to the uh, status status cell uh, fades. Um, So... Colossal Boy and Element Lad notice this, and Colossal Boy says, one of the gang must have short-circuited somehow. We better bust our bonds and get in on the action. The other side the others may need our help. Um, and uh Validus has the kryptonite. He says, Green rock hurt Empress as I. Now Green Rock will hurt you. Validus smash. <laughs> <laughs> because that's right, he thinks that he's Dorothy Parker.
1: Um it's clobberin' time.
0: Yep. <laughs> uh, Validus is more right than he can imagine. Exposure to kryptonite is one thing that can kill me. And take a drink. Please. Because has there ever been a time at which we needed explained to us that kryptonite can hurt Superboy? Especially Every since, time
1: Superman or Superboy or Supergirl's on a panel? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. But even as uh, Superboy retreats, the emerald eye of Ekron, source of almost limitless power, at last recovers from its encounter with the debilitating trunk of kryptonite and streaks faithfully back to the side of its malevolent mistress. Mm. You've returned to me, my precious. Oh, hey. i was precious. <laughs> as I knew you would. And as if things weren't already bad enough for the Boy of Steel, oh, now now, Farrakh has finally showing up as well, cutting off my final means of escape. I'm like trapped, the sky? <laughs> surrounded by... yeah. Surrounded by three of the most deadly menaces in the universe. While all but unnoticed by the kid from uh, Krypton, a sleek spacecraft hushes in for a nearby landing. And uh, so he says, I'd I'd better brace myself. Try to withstand their attack while I, eh? An iron shield materialized before me, deflecting the Emerald Eye's blast. What? Green rock has turned to water. Validus does not understand.
1: (laughs) Wow. I think I like it when all he did was Rarg. Yeah.
0: Isn't it obvi- obvious, my oversized friend? Once again, we've allowed ourselves to become too overconfident. While we three were devoting all our attention to the destruction of Superboy, the other Legionnaires have escaped. Glad you made it back, pal, but where are the reinforcements? And Superboy says, What reinforcements? And Element Lad says, You mean to tell us you came back here
1: alone after all we went through to get you safely out? No, no. S- tell us isn't a member yet. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he
0: says it was either that or leave you to the tender mercies of the fatal five all things considered it didn't seem I had much choice look at it this way, at least the odds are even but that unfortunately is a situation that's about to change that's right, we got uh, Persuader and Mano about to make their way in <coughs> um, next few minutes are a pure and simple pandemonium the th- and three of the most courageous youths the universe has ever known struggle desperately against five fearsome figures who shattered planets and set, and set whole galaxies to trembling To struggle, the brave Legionnaires truly doubt that they can win, but they are determined to go down trying. Nobody can say for certain just how long the battle rages before a shrill voice cries out from the sidelines, Enough! (laughs) And everyone freezes in check. Therok says, I'm afraid you don't understand, my friend. We're doing this all for you. These three newcomers would destroy your dream of joining the the United Planets. No, Therok, that was your dream, not ours. We merely accepted it because it seemed to mean so much to you. We thought we owed you because of all you've done for us, and perhaps that was our biggest mistake. Before you came, we were a simple but happy people. Too simple, unfortunately, to realize that the great price price we must ultimately pay for all the gifts you gladly gave (coughs) us. It is all of it too much, Therok. You have given us tomorrow, but you have stolen away today.
1: Oh, that sounds like a Star Trek episode right there. Oh,
0: Totally. He says, but, but you were kind to us, allowed us to make your world our home. We only wanted to repay you. And we thank you for that, Therok. But we would thank you more if you would just leave us in peace. Sorrowfully, Therok nods in sudden understanding, then turns to his four companions, sees regret written on their faces, and in a sudden blinding flash of light, the Fatal Five are gone. Mm. And for once, legionnaires do not <clears throat> lift a finger to stop them. Well, no, most of them do,
1: right? Yeah. I mean, they teleport every time, yeah. so...
0: Uh, By now, Therok and his friends are light years from here, teleported to a waiting spaceship. Corvan 4 is yours again, to do with as you will. And perhaps this time we'll be wise enough to seek our own path to the future. If so, it will be a future well worth waiting for. The end. Yay! All right, Darren, why don't you take us through the next one?
1: Sure. We have the Legion of Superheroes Celebration, a 247th anniversary special written by Paul Levitz, Uh, artists are Joe Staton and David Hunt, Mike Stevens is a letterer, Corey Adams is a colorist, and Jack C. Harris, and Ditor, oh, sorry, editor, because my eyes are old, uh, dedicate this tale to uh, the memory of Mort Weisinger, that bastard, uh, the editor who took us to the 30th century and beyond. And we have um, various and sundry legionnaires there, Karate Kid, Lightning Lad, Projectra, Looks like Saturn Girl in the background, but could be Dream Girl, Cosmic Boy, Shady, Sun Boy, Dawnstar, Brainiac 5, Chameleon Boy, and Shrinking Violet. Um, kind of a weird assemblage, but sure. And there's Wildfire down in the bottom. Pretty um,
0: sure that is Dreamy next to Cause. Is uh, that Dreamy Cause? next yeah. to Cos?
1: Yeah. With uh, Element Lad um, appearing in the next panel as well. They're just not in that top panel. And Shay's like, I really hope you win, Brainy. Oh, sorry. Let me go back to the top. My bad. Well, Brainy, here goes. You're about to get my vote for new Legion leader. I really hope you win, Brainy. You seem to want the job so much. And Brainy says, naturally, Lass, My computer mind makes me the logical choice for leader. And Element Lad's <laughs> still campaigning, Brainy. You'll never give up. Don't you know it's my turn to win? Element Lad says. We all go, no, that's not true. It's not going to happen. And Brainy's like, you've been deputy leader for some time, Element Lad. That should be enough.
0: Ooh And will continue to be for For that. quite
1: some time, actually. Yeah. And Wildfire says, Cool it, Brainy, I'm voting. Why take the election so seriously? lad says. And before Brainy Five can answer, the voting computer explodes in pyrotechnic fury. Krakoon
2: Take a drink.
1: Close enough. Hey. Ah, uh, yeah! the computer, it's short-circuiting. What could it be? I don't know, but whatever it is, my force field can contain the explosion. That's handy because you typically cause all the explosions. And <laughs> <sighs> Bernie says, you did this, Wildfire. You used your energy powers to sabotage the election. You didn't want me to defeat your re-election big. Why, you egotistical creep, I'll... And Shady and Ultra Boy, who's suddenly there... Um, stop wildfire Let go shady I'm gonna make him Eat those words Not today wildfire Not while I'm here And Brainy's like This is a farce I'll see you all later Huh? Brainy come back You two are just Too much for me No ultra It's just Brainy I think he's overdue For a long vacation Well I can't let him Stop the election Most everybody's still here And Superboy and Tyrock Have hyperbeamed In their votes Isn't that convenient? Yeah Well Tyrock does not appear Except as a floating head In this issue
2: Hmm
1: and so I guess it's back to the old voting computer for us. Come on, it's down in the trophy room. And uh, Cam says, be with you soon, Wildfire. I just want to check out uh, the wreckage first. Curious, it was shorted out by X-rays, which means Brainy was right about sabotage, but Wildfire is only one of four Legionnaires with some kind of X-ray vision. Hmm. And we see that practically the full complement of Legionnaires are there, up there. Um, Donnie... Phantom Girl, Cause, Lightning Lad, Saturn Girl, Colossal Boy, Monel, Light Last, Element Lad, Dreamy, Karate Kid, Projector, Timberwolf, Shrinking Violet, Star Boy, Sun Boy, Shady, Wildfire, and Ultra Boy. It kind of looks like the cover of Legion 300, honestly, in a it way. It does a little bit, yeah. Um, and meanwhile, um, down in the trophy room, here we are, folks, surrounded by our old glories, and there's an asterisk. Can you name all the stories where all these trophies appeared? Mm, that's a good one. I don't know if I can. There's Computo. Yeah. And then there's the statue of Feralad. There is um, uh, what appears to be some sort of a gun. Well, there's, and, uh, the, the, Vanguard. there's the, the Vanguard. Yeah, there's the Vanguard
0: satellite from Adventure 247.
1: Okay. And then there's the quintile crystal there on the uh, podium. I forget what the flag is from. Isn't that the flag of the UP? Or at least uh... one version of the flag of the UP? Maybe, maybe, and the uh, the legion uh, flight belt and flight packs. Lightning Lad's arm. Lightning Lad's arm, huh. saluting there. It's,
0: it's like it's b-b- waving, b-b- saying, "Hi, here I am." Hi,
1: remember, <laughs> remember me? Um, Wildfire lifts the dust cover off the old boating computer. Okay, then let's start. But before a move is made, the computer plunges through the floor. This is now strange, Lightning Lad says, and he and Wildfire dive after the computer Yeah, it looks like someone doesn't want us to vote, the computer's falling super fast Glub, oh no, we've hit an underground lake, sheesh uh, The computer's right here, dumped like the soggy garbage it is Well, here she is, folks, the second monument to our jinxed election And Santa like, but we have to have an election Maybe, but apparently someone doesn't think so Do you agree, Cam? I think we could find the answer if we looked hard enough Uh oh Uh oh Cam's got that look on his face like he knows something But as Wildfire and the Election Committee stalk off to make alternate arrangements Chameleon Boy's cryptic comment goes unanswered And soon in the lounge area, the various Legionnaires each occupy themselves as they will Couples caressing or conversing while Chameleon Boy studies a microbook And Brain Act 5 gazes into the fire and even as he does, however, the fire suddenly flares upward and outward beyond the stone fireplace. Fashoom! Help, Manel! The flames caught me before I could activate my force shield belt. Really, you could say all that before you could press a button. Okay. <laughs> I've got it, Brainy, and he whooshes the uh the fire out. One gust of super breath, and the fire is blown to ashes. Thanks, Manel, Lightning Lad, because Lightning Lad's holding Brainy now in a very uh from here to eternity pose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Minutes later, a sleek Legion cruiser climbs into the sky With a f- more than a full crew aboard As you know, Legionnaires, we're holding the election here in space At Chameleon Boy's suggestion He thinks we can escape the jinx this way And finally, the last ballot is finally cast And that was Donnie's I am done, Wildfire Good, Donnie, then breep breep beep, the fuel alarm We've sprung a leak Come on, Legionnaires, let's get to the bottom of this Oh no, I don't believe it It's impossible Chameleon Boy and on the next page. You caught Superboy? Afraid so, Brainy. He was behind the jinx all along. And Superboy says, sorry guys, but turn about is fair play, you know. Heck, quite true, mm-hmm. says. Huh? Of course, Brainy says, thinking he could have had a V8. Uh-huh. How could I be so stupid? This <laughs> is our anniversary. That's right, Brainy Superboy says. Today's the anniversary of the day I was inducted into the Legion by our three charter members. After a series of initiation pranks, I had to deal with a short-circuited robot, a sunken statue, a fire, and leaking fuel. I see what you did yeah. there, Superboy. We see the Ahoy Nova Express. Your fuel tank, tank is leaking. Sign.
0: Yeah. Along with,
1: oh look, escaped monsters. Everybody, take a drink. Yay. Not, but it counts. Mm. Plus I needed some water So hey And then we get to And worst of all being rejected by the three of you As uh, Superboy Hugs Lightning Lad and Saturn Girl and Cosmic Boy's looking on Well you've certainly paid us back for that stunt Sure took you long enough though As Cos laughs Well if the entertainment is over can we finish the election Wildfire says Yes I'd like to know who won And the computer can tell us whether Wildfire was reelected Or if I'm finally the leader and Brittany's like, what? This is incredible. <laughs> and
0: it, and it, put, it, it it shoves out a punch card.
1: <laughs> yeah, a whole punch card. <laughs> what is it, Brittany? Neither of us won Wildfire. Ha 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 ha. We were so busy electioneering, we forgot about the other candidate. But the others remembered, and they chose the one charter member who has never been a leader before. Lightning Lad, congratulations. Done. 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 And thus, Lightning Lad's reign of terror begins. No, I mean his reign as Legion leader begins. Yes, which will go from 247 to about 288.
0: Yeah, or um, 291. Oh, 291. Right? Because that, or well, no, you're right. You're right. 288 because <laughs> um, he kind of he kind of bl- blanks out on it. Right. And yeah, I
1: I think at two, the one that's got um, Cam, Shrinking Violet, slash Yura, um, and Timberwolf on the cover facing Carlack is the one where he quits and gives Element Lad the reins of of Legion.
0: Yeah, yeah. Pending
1: w- new election, so yeah.
0: because Element Lad is already the um, the leader He's when when leader uh, yeah point. when um, uh, when when they have the computer uh, annual, so. Cause that's kind of the whole thing. Um, yeah, yeah. But so, so yeah, it's quite a run. Like basically <laughs> all through the. Um, really, when you get down to it, right, right? Basically, from here, all the way through to the Reflecto Saga, 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 Saga. Uh, saga. Um, so yeah, I actually did a screen grab of that frame. So maybe we can put that up as the tomorrow picture and have people oh, kind of cool. do the, uh, the thing. Yeah, have them do the thing. The thing thing, that they do. The thing. The thing. The thing. Yeah, the thing. The thing. So, uh, so yeah. So there we go. Lightning Lad becomes leader. Lightning Lad's leader. Woo! I mean, and, you know, Brainy looks positively crazy in that earlier image. Well, Mm -hmm. you know, foreshadowing. mm
2: -hmm. Foreshadowing.
0: Do you think Four. they really? Do you think they really knew that at this stage?
1: <laughs> um, probably I don't think it was not. that well planned out. Mm, no, probably not. <clears throat> but they probably looked past a couple of episode issues and went, "Hmm, you know what would be a good story?" Oh yeah, but Ain't Brainy crazy because he's already looking like he is. Oh so. yes.
0: Yep. So, um, so that's 247. We've got some neat stuff coming up as we get into the 250s, and. Um, yeah, we're just hitting where I came into uh, to, to to Legion to the actual reading the actual book the first time, and um, I'm look, really looking forward to a bunch of these issues. So it, it, will, yeah. it will be a, it will be a lot of fun. And as we say, we do have a, a time travel trip back to Krypton happening in the next uh, sort of eight or nine episodes, and um, all kinds of good yeah. stuff. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Unless anyone else has anything else to add? I nope. just wanted to point out
2: I want to point out one me. thing. Sure. Uh, in the backup story, you know, the anniversary, they went out of their way to have a panel showing Tyrock's head, floating head, and said he voted. I wish they had just had one panel showing the Legionnaires who weren't there and maybe explain why they weren't voting. You know, Matter Eater Lad, Bouncing Boy, <clears> throat> uh, throat> mm-hmm. Triplicate Girl, or Duo, Duo Damsel, Damsel, whatever she yeah. was at the time, and Supergirl. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It would have been just something nice to throw in.
0: I used to always like when they would show the votes as they were kind of, you know, where they would show, yeah. like, so-and-so. vote. Like, I mean, you know, because to me the template is is that Starboy issue.
1: Yeah, true. yeah where, where as, you see as the who each person voted in. for
0: and you sort of yeah. start to to figure out the reasoning behind why why did that person vote for this person mm-hmm. and and that sort of thing. So, yeah, it's kind of neat.
1: All right. I, I yeah. I I love that stuff when they added that. Thank you, Paul, for adding that. Because that takes time to think about as a writer. Now, who would vote for who and I why? Think,
0: I think so. I mean, and, and 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 for it to all make sense, it's like of course so and so voted for that one. You know, because uh, yeah.
1: Um... And they eventually had to explain why Invisible Kid voted the way he did, and he's like months, months down the road, like even years down the road. I think it was. I always vote for the underdog. Yeah. So. There you go. Yeah, exactly.
2: You need like a whole issue to devote to the election for that kind of story, though. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt,
0: without a doubt, yeah. You yep. know, but the neat thing was is that they were telling a whole other story while this was going on, right? And uh, yeah. and and it was you know it was it was subtle because by then of course we had the 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 monitor icons and so we could have that be um,
1: that was just background, yeah.
0: Yeah, be like a, a you know sort of uh, you know uh, uh, like little little bits in the margin kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was a neat. It was a neat way, it was a neat way of, uh, of of utilizing that 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 new design that they would come up with, and finding a way to make it uh, functional in in telling, in in, in effectively telling a story <laughs> while the other story is going on. Mm-hmm. True and, that. Uh, that's just uh, that's just some neat Giffen and Levitt stuff. Agreed. All right, comments as always are welcome to Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com you can join in the conversation on our facebook page which can be found at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com we are on the twitter we are losp podcast in addition to all these things you can head over our website legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com where you can leave a comment on this or any episode and with that we make our way back into the time bubble and we will see you
1: all next week yay an election that mattered